Praise the Lord. Amen. We're glad to be in the house of God this morning. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise today. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. We're delighted that you're here with us today, whether you're in-house or you've joined us on live feed. Thank you so much for being in the house of God with us. Amen. Uh, before we go to the Lord in prayer, I want to remind you uh, or want to tell you about something that is happening around the church that we're excited about is I, we've been waiting for some months for it, uh, is our Roku channel. If you have a Roku device, our Roku channel will go live on January the 1st. On January the 1st, you'll be able to search for CVCOG as far as one of the apps, and that that will pull up, and that'll be our very own, it's a Coosa Valley Church of God, the Roku app. If you have the Roku app on your phone, and you want to go ahead and be able to pull it up now, you'll send me a text message, and I'll send you the link, and you'll have to you'll click the link on your phone that's got the Roku app, and it'll be able to install it immediately now. But in the time being, January the 1st at 1 p.m., it goes live. CVCOG will be the Roku app. So just letting you know that we've been waiting on that for some time. I know a lot of our live feed congregation, they've been waiting for that as well. So that's something we're excited about. Amen. We want to go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to touch and minister. We have several that are sick. We have some that are in the hospital. We have some that are homesick. We want to keep them in our prayers. If you have a prayer request and you're in-house, let it be known by lifting your hand. God knows every need. All that are able, let's all stand. Those that are all joined us on live feed, you text the keyword prayer to 205-642-8744. We want to partner together with you in prayer. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God to touch and minister in our services today. Dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, again, thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity that you've allowed us to come to worship and praise you. Father, today I pray that you'll move and minister in a mighty way in our services today. I pray, Father God, that you'll open the windows of heaven and pour out an anointing and a blessing upon this service. I pray, Father God, you see those that are at home, those that are not able to be here due to sickness, those that are that are traveling, Father God, those that are in the hospital. I pray, Father, that you'll touch and minister in their lives as well. Open the windows of heaven on this service today, those that are in-house and those that have joined us on live feed. Touch and minister in a mighty way. We forever give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's give God another hand clap of praise as you're being seated. Our teens and young adults are getting set up. It will take them just a moment to get things ready, so be patient with us as they're getting things ready for this morning.
Hey kids, are y'all excited school's out for the holiday? Yes, yes ma'am. Well, that doesn't sound too enthused. It's just we've been looking for Christmas everywhere and we can't find it. Yeah, even in all the aisles that contain Christmas decorations, children are screaming and crying, parents are yelling. Yeah, Mom, it just seems like Christmas is nowhere around. I thought it was supposed to be a time of joy. I don't think you're going to find Christmas where you're looking for it. You, you know, I remember three men who were looking for a baby. The baby's the reason we actually celebrate Christmas. Um, what about gifts? I like money. My reason today. What's that? I'm like Pastor Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come to think of it, because of the hustle and bustle of the holidays, I've never even told y'all the, the Christmas story, the true meaning of Christmas, like my mom did when I was growing up. Granny, would you do that for us? And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Lay down his sweet. 
same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swollen clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? 
For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled. And who does this kid think he is coming in and threatening my rule? I have no clue. But I will have my wise men search diligently so I can come and praise him. Mad, my friend. You're very mad. But just think, after you deceive the wise men, what would be better than getting mad? Ah, I like the way you think. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you find him, because when he doesn't know, I will have him killed. Long live King Herod. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had, were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Hold on. You mean to tell me Jesus only got three gifts? That's crazy. I'm glad Mama don't follow that rule. Honey, is Christmas all about gifts to you? No, ma'am. Oh, I get it now. What's that? Christmas. The true meaning is Jesus. Christmas isn't a loss. He just misplaced it. But I found Christmas. Yeah. Where are you Christmas? What does Christmas mean to you? Let's give them a hand clap. 
this morning. Amen. I like one of them's idea of what Christmas is about. It's about eating. While they're transitioning, I know that there's a lot going on, a lot happening in our world. We want to definitely be continuing to be praying for. Yes, he done a fantastic job. Did David not do an awesome job with that? I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> Bless his heart. I think he was born for that role. So glad he's saved and on our side. Hallelujah. Amen. It is very scary. <laughs> let's all stand one more time and let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let's pray. We're going to go to God one more time and as we go straight into a time of worship. Aren't you glad that he came as a babe in a manger? Because without him coming as a babe in a manger, there would have been no cross of Calvary. Amen? Amen. Let's go to God in prayer one more time as they're getting ready to lead us in worship. Dear Heavenly Father, again as we come to you today, I want to thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for our kids and our teens, our young adults that want to be involved with doing things for Christmas, to letting others know what Christmas is all about, for, to express what the meaning of Christmas is. And I thank you for that. And God, now as we move into time of praise and worship, I pray, Father God, that you'll take these, take these songs as they're sung to lead us into worship, Father God. Help us, Father God, to be able to worship you as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We thank you and we praise you for what you've done in our midst and what you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Would you give God a hand clap of praise one more time and let's worship Him this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's worship Him in song this morning.
Yes, give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Glory be to God. Make room in your heart. Amen. Glory be to God. Aren't you glad to be in the house of God today? Amen. Glory be to God. I know this is Christmas Eve. Many have got plans to things that they've got to do and things going on. So that's why I prepared a three-hour sermon. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but I am glad that you are here today. I know that some was not able to be here due to different things. Pl plans come up. Things happen. And I get all of that. But I'm so de delighted that you are here today. Amen. Just for a brief moment, I want to ask you a question. The question is, why was Jesus born? Why was Jesus born? Some people might say, Brother Andy, that's obvious why Jesus was born. He was born to bring salvation into hearts and man's lives. That's not the only reason why Jesus was born. Here we sit here, we, we sit here at Christmas, and every year, every year, it comes out, and, and, and the discussion and the controversy and the, the, just quite frankly, the argument comes up. It's, it, it bases it into church, the church world, and then you've got, I'm just going to be quite frank with you, you've got some of those uh, very holy church leaders that bring out certain things and they're trying to act all holy and they're trying to act all righteous. And here's the thing about it. When we look at Christmas, just like, just like the question was asked just a moment ago, what is Christmas really about? What is Christmas really about? We know that it's about the celebration of the birth of Christ. I really don't, you know, people will say, I've had people come to me, this is no joke. I've had people to come to me and they'll say, Brother Andy, you think having a Christmas tree in my house, is it okay because of this and this? And they'll have all of these, they'll have this whole big explanation as to why it is or is not okay. I don't really care. Have a Christmas tree, don't have a Christmas tree. It's okay. There was a couple of years that we didn't have a Christmas tree in our home. One year, Sister Carrie had, had surgery in November. We didn't put a Christmas tree up that year. It was all right. It was okay. Some people, they'll come to me and they'll say, I can't stand for these churches to put a Christmas tree up in the sanctuary. It's okay. What is the real meaning of Christmas? Give gifts, don't give gifts, I don't care. The meaning of Christmas is the gift that's been given to mankind. Amen? The gift of Jesus Christ when he... Listen to this. Think about this for just a moment. He made a conscious decision to leave gates of pearl, streets of... I told this to the Sunday school class. Gates of pearl, streets of gold, a crystal river, perfect peace and harmony. He made the conscious decision... To be born and placed in a feeding trough for you and I. That is what Jesus did and mankind wants to argue about whether to put a Christmas tree up or not. I don't really care about the Christmas tree. What I, what, what I care about is the plan of salvation that Jesus Christ came to give to you and I. That was the greatest gift that the world could ever receive. Amen? Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, and it says this. 
And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news. Why is the church so desperate to bring out bad news, to bring out controversy, to bring out argument, to bring out strife, when the angel of the Lord said, Behold, I bring you good news of great joy. I don't know about you, but as a Christian, I want to have great joy in my life. I'm tired of the arguing and the controversy and the bickering. I want the joy of God. Amen? That's what I want in my life. I bring good news of great joy that will be for just a small group of people. There's a bird in my way. I can't see what it says. A group of small people, that's it. A group of small... No, that's not what it said. It says, great joy that will be for all people. I'm so glad that it doesn't matter white, black, green, yellow, polka dotted. It don't matter if you was born in America, if you was born in Israel, you was born in Germany, it does, Russia, it doesn't matter. The great news, the good news of great joy is for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This time of the year our attention is turned to the birth of Christ. The tragedy is that many will teach, yes, Jesus was born, but they fail to teach why Jesus was born. There's four reasons that I want to give to you really quickly this morning, I promise. Really quickly this morning, four reasons that Christ was born. First, Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem to fulfill a prophecy. A prophecy was given in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, and it says this, But you, O Bethlehem, who are too little to be among the clans of Judea, you, from you shall come forth for me one who is going to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old and from the ancient of days. A prophecy needed to be fulfilled, Sister Nellie, that was telling about a gentleman that was going to be born and he would be the ruler over Israel. Jesus was also born in order that he might reveal God unto you and I. John chapter 1 and verse 18 says, No one has ever seen God, only God who is at the Father's side, and he has made him known to you and I. We've not seen God the Father. We've not experienced God the Father. But God the Father is made known to you and I through the birth of Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. John chapter 14 and verse 9 says, Jesus said unto them, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whom, whoever who has seen the Father, how can you say, Show us the Father. I'm going to tell you something. We've experienced the birth of Jesus Christ the Son. And there's many that knows about the birth of Jesus. Yet they still do not know who Jesus really is. I can say I know certain people. Certain people can say they know me. I'm going to tell you something. You go to some people and say you know Andy Lambert. That might not get you anything. You go to some people and they might be selling you something. They say, oh, I want the Andy Lambert discount. Your price just doubled. There ain't no discount. 
But I'm going to tell you something. You know me. You don't get much of anything. But if you know Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and I mean truly know who He is, boy, I'm going to tell you the power that is in the name of Jesus. You know what the third reason that Jesus came? The third reason that Jesus came was He came to defeat the devil. Do you know why worship is so hard? Do you know why worship is so hard? Do you know why worship is so difficult? I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy our praise team. I think we've got the best praise team all around. Amen. I think we've got a, a great praise team. But do you know who led praise and worship better than anybody on planet earth? His name was Lucifer. Hello? He thought that he could be above God. He looked around one day and he said, you know what? I think I can replace him. I think I can do all this better than him. Pride starts to sneak in. Pride starts to sneak in. The devil was not humbling himself. The devil did not humble himself. The devil did not say, I am just a lowly servant of God Almighty. He said, I am going to be better than God. Well, guess what? He was in heaven. This is God's domain. And you know what? God said, uh-uh, ain't happening, big boy. So he kicked Lucifer out, and a third of the angels went with Lucifer. That's why worship is so hard, because Lucifer knows when man starts to worship God. I know this might not be worded exactly like this in the Bible, but I'm going to give you the DAL version. That's the David Andrew Lambert. When the praises of God's people go up, the power and the glory of the Holy Spirit of God is going to come down. God inhabits the praises of His people. Amen. What we've got to realize is Jesus Christ came down from heaven. He came down to earth to defeat Lucifer. Mark chapter 3 verse 27 says, No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his good, lest he binds the strong man first. I'm going to tell you something. Lucifer thinks that he's, well, that's the whole purpose of what Lucifer's here to do. He is to go to and fro seeking whom he can devour. Jesus Christ came so that he could give mankind the power and the authority over Satan. Quit giving the devil your life. Quit turning things over to the devil that God's placed in your life. The Bible says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Jesus came to defeat the devil. Finally, what is the final reason why Jesus came to earth? Jesus was born so that he could provide salvation unto all mankind. Jesus came to provide salvation unto all mankind. I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't know if you've recognized it. I don't know if it's, it's come to your thought process. Over the last, I believe, three Sunday mornings, the message has been guided and lined to the plan of salvation. The greatest gift that was given to all mankind was the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God. That was the greatest gift that was ever given to all mankind. And Jesus came and he brought the plan of salvation. 1 Peter chapter 2 
and verse 24. Look at what it says. He himself bore our sins in his body on a tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Church, we don't have to be chained to a life of sin. We don't have to be slave to sin. Jesus Christ came so that we could die to sin and be alive in righteousness of God. Amen? That's why we are here. That's why we're here today. Amen? Here in just a few moments, we're going we're gonna to partake here in this congregation. We're going to partake in communion on this Christmas Eve. I would like for you to go to the Lord in prayer. Before you do, I want to give you a few little bit of instructions. First of all, here in the sanctuary, we're going to bow and we're going to pray. There's a couple of things I want you. We those that have done communion with us, you know, you know, already know what's fixing to happen. What I want you to do here in this sanctuary is I want you to go to God in prayer. And this is this is how I want you to pray. First of all, I want you to pray that the Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, would search out and seek into your life. It's nobody but you and God. That's all that's going on right now. It's between you and the Heavenly Father. Make sure you are where you need to be. Make sure there's nothing in your life that would stand in between you and God. The Bible tells us that sin separates us from God. This morning you need to make sure that everything is right between you and God. There's nothing to separate you and God. Second thing I want you to pray for is I want you to pray for our family, our church family. We do have many that are sick connected to our church. We have some in the hospital. I firmly believe that in, in communion, I believe that the healing touch of the Holy Spirit of God can resonate on people's lives. I believe that the healing touch of the Holy Spirit could be right here in this sanctuary. And our prayer is... It would go into the homes of those that are sick connected to this church. It would go into the, home, into the hospital rooms. It would go into the nursing homes. It would touch those that needs a touch from God. Finally, I would love to know that people that we come in contact with over the next few days. You're going to be reaching, you're going to be in contact with people over the next few days. You have family, you have friends that you're going to be in contact with. I would love to know that the opportunity arises for you to be able to offer a plan of salvation into the hearts and lives of somebody that you would reach. Those are the three things that I want you to pray for here in just a moment. I want to lead us in prayer. As I'm leading us in prayer, I would like for, if you need God, Brother Andy, I'm lost. I need salvation in my life. That's the first thing that we're addressing this, after, this morning. That's the first thing that we're going to address. So if you would, if you would bow your heads and pray. And as we're praying, as you're praying over those, I'm, first we're praying for the plan of salvation in anybody's life. As we're fixing to pray, I'm going to ask there's no disruption, there's no moving around. We're praying and we're seeking God. There's no disruptions, there's no moving around. We're first play, praying. If somebody needs 
salvation in their life. That's the first thing. And then you're going to move into praying over those three things that I mentioned. Your life. The life of those in our church. Those that needs a healing touch. And those that you would come in contact with. While you're praying that, me and Sister Carrie, we're going to be here and we're going to administer communion to those that are on our live stream. While you're praying, I'm going to lead our live stream into communion. And then they're going to be dismissed. And then we're going to do communion. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you this morning, I want to thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for this opportunity that you've allowed us to come into your house to worship and praise you. Father, today I pray that you will move and minister to the hearts and lives of those that are here. Father, if there is one that is lost without you, I pray your Holy Spirit would move and minister in their lives right now. Tug at their heartstrings one more time that they would come to know you as their personal Savior in the full and the free pardon of sin. Right now, if there's anyone that needs to know Jesus as their personal Savior, would you come this morning? If you need to know Jesus as your Savior, this is an opportunity, a great opportunity to get to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you right now for what you've done in our lives and what you're going to continue to do in our midst. I pray, Father God, that your Holy Spirit would be a part of the remainder of this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Those that are in-house, if you'll continue to be praying, first of all, over to yourself. Second, over over the healing touch of those that's connected to our church. And finally, those that you're going to come in contact with. Pray that God would give you the words to say that God would direct direct your path. Brother Tony's going to bring down my microphone in the in the house so that I can just talk to live stream, and then we'll be back to in house in just a moment. Live stream, thank you so much for staying here with us. We've asked that you have gathered your elements for communion this morning. As this morning as you have the bread in front of you and you have some juice in front of you, this is the body of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. We administer that this morning. And I ask that you take the body of Christ in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit this morning. As you take the juice... This is the blood of Christ. Receive this this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Live feed, we're praying for you. We hope that you have a great Christmas. Thank you so much for being with us. Join us back Wednesday at 630. May God bless you. Amen.